Dumpster Divas, welcome to another episode of Dumpster Dive with me, Tom Hamlet, and my sister, Kix Hamlet. We are here to dive into the reality TV that made us, well, the garbage we are. I know that's right. And expect like a mix of throwback recaps as well as chats about what we are still watching today. Tom, are you ready to get into it? Let's go. Hi, Kix. Hello, hello. We got our dancing shoes on. We got our <laughs> our tap shoes or uh, laducas, if you will. Oh my god, laducas! Yes, our laducas <laughs> are on because we are <laughs> we are talking today about the iconic Abby Lee Miller Dance Company produced show Dance Moms on Lifetime. Um, before we get into it, though, we have a very exciting guest with us. We have uh, writer, comedian, and host of the podcast TV I Say with Ashley Ray. Um, make sure to subscribe to the pod. She's had Jason Manzukas, Zach Praff, uh, Garcelle Beauvau, Matt Rogers, so many more people. Um, and now we welcome you here on our little TV platform. Uh, Ashley, welcome <laughs> to the pod. Oh my God, I'm so happy to be here. I, I love being with TV people. Like, come the on. Be- the best <laughs> Well, you're people. in great company. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> TV people just get it, okay? Come on. <laughs> yeah, like we don't have time to watch your movies, but we do have time to watch 10 hours of moms watching their daughters dance in like a, yeah. weird, um, a weird dance studio outside of Pittsburgh, okay? Yeah, that's what we that's what we have time for. Oh, yeah, with like a viewing <laughs> like window. It, I mean, it's really the Abby Lee Miller experience yeah. more than like a show about dance moms. <laughs> The studio does look like an operating room. Well, like, that's exactly what I was going to yes, say. Yes, like at the like um, Grey's Anatomy, like training hospitals, how you can oh, like, yeah. look what's in on what's like going on. Like the gallery? No. Is yeah. That- yeah, like the gallery yeah. where the moms are yeah. just like up there being the meanest bitches you've ever seen in the world yeah. and <laughs> judging small children. And then they're just children. like looking down and you're like, yeah. And you're like, you're sending your kids to like the ugliest looking dance building in I like what Pennsylvania yeah. yes. and acting like it is the Joffrey Ballet. I love it. <laughs> and paying sixteen thousand dollars. I don't know if you caught that at one point. Oh I was yeah. Like, I did not catch that. Yeah, we'll get to it. But um uh Chloe's mom, Christy, was like talked about how she pays sixteen thousand dollars a year for her to go to this Ooh. dance school. Yeah, and And that's not even for, like, the clothes they need and, like, competition fees. Ah, No, it's a mess. Well, before we get into that, though, Ashley, I want you to tell everyone about um, your podcast, TV I Say. Yeah. um, Also, just kind of, like, what you're watching right now. Yeah, TV I Say, it's hosted by me. It's basically your, I like to call it, like, a a hangout sitcom of a podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, I bring in your favorite actors, writers, producers, showrunners to talk about the process of making the shows that you love uh, and also the shows that inspired them to be the creators they are and their creative process. Like it's very interesting to me how some of the most brilliant showrunners you probably know get their inspiration from like binging below deck and 90 day fiance. <laughs> yeah. You would be I. shocked. Like, yeah. Well, literally. I, yeah, yeah. I, in a similar vein, I feel like a lot of times um, the fashion world gets so much of their content and inspiration from watching what drag queens do like on drag race and seeing, oh absolutely seeing absolutely. the ideas that they come up with like the the costumes they're able to create on their own and then you see it reflected in the fashion industry itself so yeah everyone is stealing from reality tv so it's kind of like my tv i say is like a bit of a safe space for people who are 
you know, seen as very like golden era of TV premium mm-hmm. television to be like, hey, I just want to talk about 90 Day Fiance the other way. Yeah. <laughs> I want to talk about like extrapolations on Apple TV, this wild show that I think only five people are I watking. Like, I don't know what I'm that one is. of us. <laughs> you have never it. heard of it. Okay. I, okay. Extrapolations, it's on Apple TV. It exists. I know because I've had multiple people confirm I'm not having a fever dream when I watch it mm-hmm. but it's basically a show that looks at the climate crisis and around the world mm-hmm. and each episode takes place like 10 years into the future so one is like 2040 and the global temperature is like two percent and then it's like 2056 and it's like oh there's only one whale left in the whole world and so it's voiced by Meryl Streep and yes what I, it's like I've what you need to, it's now. like the Meryl Streep is reminding me because I remember seeing yeah because everyone is like what do you mean Apple TV paid Meryl Streep an ungodly amount of money to play a whale and that's like once that happens you're like oh this is not a serious show and by the most recent episode it is straight up like Toby Maguire watching Marion Cotillard like do this weird masturbation thing because people don't touch each other anymore because of germs and it's like this whole (laughs) seduction of like non like non-touching sex and you're just like what how (laughs) and then it ends in a food fight between toby Maguire and forrest whitaker like uh, like like award-winning actors yeah there are oscars all around there i feel like i'm having a fever dream just like listening about (laughs) anytime i describe this show to people they're like there's what are you talking about it's truly like at one point there's like a global terrorist thing that like basically they make it seem like all these volcanoes went off all around the world Mm -hmm. to get the temperature to go down and then there's like three episodes after where no one ever just talks about it again they're just like yeah remember when that thing happened and and because of that like we lost oh, so- england to all the rain and they're just like moving on and then they'll, sometimes they'll be like you know burbank doesn't exist anymore it burned up in that heat wave and you're just like oh that's a- wow okay so the show is linear like i didn't know if it was like episodic where it was like say this happened it's like it's still the same universe as it goes on yeah it's the same Got universe it. and like you rejoin some of the people like there's this kid who's born in the first episode and by like episode six you see him as an adult mm. and he has this disease called summer heart which is like a genetic disease humans develop in the future because our bodies aren't meant for the heat. So there are all these kids who are born with plastics in their body and summer heart. And like, you see my, I'm totally speechless. My jaw is a jar. It's yeah. And truly it's like this, like award-winning actors being like, when will the doctors discover a cure for summer heart? And they're treating it like future AIDS kind of in a weird way, but it's truly like, they're like the only cure is to stay in a room that has a moderate temperature. <laughs> and it's like... Apple, there's my thing about Apple TV Plus is I find most of the shows to be pretty flop on there and they have so much money that they can afford yeah. to just pay anyone anything. I mean, like, Severance is great, but The yeah. Morning Show is bad, but yeah. it's, like, fun. Bad. Oh, The Morning Show was awful. Yeah. It is just, it. it's Yeah, it's straight up, like, if you told an AI, like, here yes. are some celebrities make a show, yeah. it would be like... It is exactly Oh, that. and, yeah, and then this happens. And then, oh, what if the bad guy flies off a cliff and it just doesn't it's not good they do have some hits i really i've been watching uh the second season of schmigadoon which is now chicago and it's really good i like that i really enjoy i obviously everybody loves ted lasso um i've been watching that new season um i did love dear edward which was on apple tv and like just finished i think it's a limited series it's based on this book about a very sad, sad child who survives a plane crash and he's the only survivor. 
and <laughs> I know it sounds mean that I'm calling him like super super sad, <laughs> right. but if you still if you still watch Grey's Anatomy, uh, he actually was in the most recent episode as like the little kid who's like, I stopped taking my meds because I wanted to look cool at my bar mitzvah. And that kid looks like a sad sack. Like if <laughs> there was a dictionary of sad sack, it would just be this yeah, child's this face. And he is the lead of Dear Edward. And like every scene, you just want to be like, you poor pitiful child. And it's just all these people being like, so you survived the plane crash. Did you remember seeing my grandma? She was in the seat like two rows behind you. And then like how their lives interact. And again, it's not I, like it's just one of those shows where I'm like, oh, there's incredible actors in this. Connie Breton is in it. And no one knows because it's on Apple TV. <laughs> yeah. I just started the Jennifer Gardner, like, um, true, not true crime, the crime book. Yeah. It's she. Is that I, Apple TV too? It's on Apple yeah, TV. Yeah, that's Apple, yeah, it, Apple TV. And I thought it was a movie. And then just this morning, I got an ad that was like, start the series. And I was like, this is a show? What? Yeah. Like, Well, the guy, Jamie Lannister is like, plays the husband in it. Um, oh, yeah. okay. You know, I actually did. I liked, I liked Slow Horses. Did you watch that? No, but I did hear good things. Yeah, People that was said good. that was one of the better ones. Because it's like a true crime. It, it's I, like a yeah. detective show sort of thing. Did you I watched it? the yeah. like first couple episodes. Got it. Yeah, I well outside of Apple TV, like what other shows? Yeah, outside of Apple TV, <laughs> yeah, deep, I do watch other the trenches. Things. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've been doing a really big reality TV binge lately mm-hmm. uh, because we had the finale for Darcy and Stacey. I'm all about the 90 Day Fiance world, as people Love know. Love Darcy and Stacey, and we had the like two hour finale for Darcy and Stacey, 90 Day Fiance the other way, seeking brother husband, mm. <laughs> um, and then oh my god, oh oh. Uh, low deck sailing out just came back so i have been i i feel like i like the weird reality shows like mm-hmm. i tell my friends what shows i like and they're just like you asked like what reality shows got me into this and one of the big like the first reality show i ever fell in love with was hoarders oh my god <laughs> tom I, was obsessed is, with hoarders oh i was obsessed with hoarders i've seen every episode Same. i watched hoarding buried alive which is a different, different show people different often network. get that yes okay thank, hey, you. thank, thank you. you thank, thank you. you i, I thank get annoyed <laughs> well and also not as good because it's only not 30 as minutes good long. oh my god thank i hoarders the first is an hour t- yes <laughs> The first season of TV, I say, I literally did an episode where I go on this like 40 minute rant about the difference between hoarding and hoarders buried alive. Very different. And <laughs> it's like episode three. And my friends were just like, Ashley, no one cares. No one knows what you're talking <laughs> I about. Care. Thank you. They're very different shows. Hoarding buried alive. They don't even like clean the whole house. They don't leave them with any after resources. Yeah, it's like, look at this horrible person. Oh, we cleaned up their bedroom. So now at least they have a bedroom in the middle of all this chaos. And Hoarders is like legit, you know, they bring in therapists. You're getting after clean care. Well, like, my, so I was, it's so funny we're talking about Hoarders because I actually had a, on like longer than you'd like to think conversation with a friend of mine, uh, one of my best friends, Rachel, who loves Hoarders as well. We talked on the, we were catching up on the phone and talked for like an extended period of time about Hoarders because she, her husband has never seen the show and they're watching from the beginning right now. Yeah. And um, in hindsight, oh, they're so lucky. Look, they're I know, so, so lucky. In hindsight, when you go back and look at it, it's actually so fucked up what they do to these people. Oh, yeah. Because when you first laid eyes on it in a world where we didn't have as much knowledge about like 
the therapy mm-hmm. world and what is what's right and wrong yeah. and and I'm not I a therapist like and I don't think anyone here is from, yeah yeah like we I don't know that we know the right way to do it but I don't think the right way to like deal with a hoarder is to go into their home and strip them of all their belongings <laughs> put it in a trash can and drive it away like yeah <laughs> in it's like literally they shock them yeah, it's literally like you have three options. Keep, donate, throw out. Like, and you're just yelling that at them until they're like forced right. to make a decision. And I, it's like every reality show from that period of time, that like early to 2010s, mm-hmm. late 2000s, mm-hmm. it needs that just like caveat of like, we didn't know what was bad. No. <laughs> like we had an idea that, oh, it's probably not good to do this. Or like Intervention is one of the early reality shows I became obsessed mm-hmm. with. Same. <laughs> like I, I used to play like an intervention drinking game with my friends because we were Sa- just like, Ashley, we love this show. same. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> with my I friend mean, Rachel. It follows my friend, a pattern. <laughs> yes, my friend, my friend who also, that loved Porters that I was on the phone with, we also loved Intervention. It's, yeah. And so I like, for me, I loved the reality shows that were real people like there's a real actual grittiness to it. There are actual consequences to the choices people are make making. So I never got into like the Kardashians, mm-hmm. the housewives world, mm-hmm. because to me that was just like so staged mm-hmm. and clearly fake that it's like, why are we indulging this lie that they're perpetuating? Right. So for me, it was like, give me the honest reality TV. I get it. <laughs> me intervention hoarders, dance moms. Right. Those kinds of reality TV. It's like not like TLC lifetime. It's, they're not making loads of money off of yeah. this. So it's like, no, yeah. Versus like Housewives and the Kardashians, they're making so much money off of a season. So, like, it, there's just something much more like raw about like the Lifetime TLC shows because of like they're genuinely on it without being yeah. like, I'm going to make bank. Bank, make bank. Yeah. Like, you watch the people on 90 Day Fiance. And you know they're on the show because they need the $1,500 they get from being in one episode. Yeah. Like, that's, like, they need it. They need it to pay the visa process. They need to, like, they need it to move. They need it for airplane tickets. Like, there's a real-world quality Mm -hmm. that I can appreciate. And that's, that's like, my kind of reality TV. That's why, like, I, out of the kind of fancier Bravo, like, stuff, I like Below Deck. Mm -hmm. Because I'm the person who's, like, I don't care about the rich people on board. I want to see them working. It's so good. I hate the episodes when they when they like don't have to work though. Like I'm just like I, I don't care when about they, your like they're like beach day trip. extravagant. Yeah, beach trips. Yeah, stuff, like yeah. their beach trip days. I'm like I don't care about this drama. Like I want to see how you handle this next like charter that is asking <laughs> for protein shakes and caviar and how you're gonna get that to Jamaica. Like that's <laughs> I, no, I totally agree. Um, one of my favorite Darcy and Stacy moments that I <sighs> always go back to is when. I think it was in the first season how they had started filming for their breakout series and COVID happened. And so they yeah. had to take to like front facing cam oh, yeah. and like camcorders and, and like, iPhone camera just, and recording yes. themselves. And, yes. and one of the moments, one of the moments is Stacy um, gets married in that like weird like apartment building it's like and literally like, a hotel room so it's, it's a, yeah. so yeah. small yes it's so just tiny the weirdest yeah she's has a huge gown on and he and what's his name he light what's his what's her husband's uh, name Fabi, fabian yeah. fabian fabian yeah <laughs> fabian lights candles all over the entire apartment floor 
So like yeah. she is like one misstep towards like lighting her entire tool dress on fire and burning the apartment building down. And they're filming it from like a nest cam in the corner of the yeah. room. I'm like, this is like these people are hungry. Like they're like, yeah, we yeah. need to make this show work. Like we're gonna film it all. They are so hungry. And I think this newest season has been the best because you see how hungry they are. Mm-hmm. Like Darcy being so desperate, she's like, I'm gonna work with a matchmaker. <laughs> and then ha- and then breaking up with the matchmaker. Yes, kicks this she's matchmaker. Next level I... genius. Well, kicks the matchmaker is telling her everything that everyone's wanted to tell her forever. Yes. Like she's <laughs> she helps there's a clip of her like helping her get ready to go out on a date. And she's like, So give me some clothing options. So she everything she walks out she's like one tit is like literally hanging out and the other one has a pasty on it. Like she literally looks it's... like Lil' Kim at the VMAs and she's like this felt sensible right and, and the woman's like <laughs> no like I at know. one point they take like a brooch to like attach like two corners of a, of a top together to yeah, make to, it cover like, her breasts some cle- she and just, she's just like I don't understand why you're doing this yeah. and the matchmaker <laughs> straight up like some of the complaints have been that your photos are a little like hoey and, and also that filters. your photos are like so filtered yeah. that you like don't look like yourself and darcy is just like losing her shit and then finally this woman is like so okay you know you've been dating a lot of like younger guys and it hasn't worked out so maybe that's bad and darcy's just like what the hell like no i can't even conceptualize this she has like, no self-awareness no no self-awareness like she goes on i think two first dates through the matchmaker and one of them on the first date she is just openly sobbing on the first like the very first dinner they have together he's just like oh you're a beautiful woman she's like thank you and then she's just like because i feel like i wasted a lot of my youth and these relationships i've had with men and then she's just bawling in classic darcy style and if you will believe it she does get ghosted by that guy it's hard she does well i think that jesse really fucked her up to be honest because I do that whole so, situation yeah. was Jesse's a villain. No, he's a villain. He's a, villain. he's a bad guy. Yeah. In the biopic about her life, Alexander Skarsgård will play him. One thousand percent. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. One hundred percent. He's a psycho villain. Yeah. Like I think it was clear the whole time, but I don't think people realized how messed up he was until he tried to date. Uh, Jocelyn, the girl from mm-hmm. ni- the other 90 Day spinoff, and like tried desperately to stay in the 90 Day universe. And he'll randomly pop up in reunions, and they're just like, Why are you here? <laughs> like, he is, he such popped a up in the whore. single life reunion. Yeah. And they were like, Why are you on the single? Like, what are you doing here talking to us? Like, we don't know you. And then it came out. <laughs> Uh, actually, Deb Colt's mom, who De- you know, if Love you're a 90 Deb, Day fan, yeah. Deb is mm-hmm. Deb is a big deal. She called him out and was like, uh, so actually, Joycelyn posted on Instagram that she broke up with you, that you weren't together anymore. And he straight up just tries to lie and pretend they're still together. And that's when I was like, oh, he's a psycho. No, he's psycho. Like, Great. like they're he? like, but she said in her Instagram story, we are done. We're no longer get together. And he goes, well, what she meant was we are done with this vacation and we are no longer together in our travels, but still together. And you're just like. He yeah, is, yeah. He has like he fo- fucked with Darcy's brain. He did. Yeah. He also has like a little American Psycho vibes to him too. Like, yeah. Dateline energy. Like, there's a lot of Dateline energy yeah. on Ninety Day, and a lot of the shows that you love. Ashley, oh, yeah. actually, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. I mean, with Ninety Day, I think like 
I know one of the people it came out after had been arrested for like assaulting his ex-wife or something. And then he got arrested after his episodes aired. Uh, I cannot remember Joff, Jeff Joffrey or like, yeah, he assaulted his ex-wife again and like his kid. And there was like a woman who was going to move from Russia to be with him or something. Mm -hmm. And obviously she did not do that. Although she did try. She like flew out to surprise him. And then truly like three weeks later, it came out that like he was messed up. But I feel like the best example and like the culmination of all of this type of reality show I like that is just true people's misery is uh, there was um, adults adopting adults on A&E and it came out last year. And if you haven't heard of it, that's okay because it only aired for two episodes <laughs> before Annie realized that the main guy on the show was a human trafficker <gasps> and was adopting like, adult <gasps> adults. So the whole premise of the show is adults adopting adults. Some of them it's legit. Like there was this one, like these sisters whose parents had died when they were younger, their foster family had taken them in. And then because of like the age, they turned 18 before it was like practical to Mm -hmm. adopt them. So it wasn't really necessary. So it's like this sweet thing of them being like, finally our foster parents are adopting us. That's normal. Love that story. Beautiful. And then there's the people, (laughs) there's this couple in Ohio that's like, the wife is like, I do not want to do this. I do not want to adopt an adult. Uh, we tried to adopt a girl who was 16 and then he started having romantic feelings for her. So we had to stop the adoption mm-hmm. process because he said he no longer felt like a father to her and was interested in her. Now he's found a girl from Ukraine who is 19 and pregnant and says that he just like wants to be a father to her. This dude, you look on, they show his cell phone background. It is a picture of this girl like in a bikini in the shower. (laughs) And he's just like, I just feel like a father to her. I just feel like a father. The wife eventually reveals like, oh yeah, he's cheated on me like three times. Uh, We've had a lot of issues. I don't want him to do this. I don't trust him enough for him to do this, but he's doing it anyway. So like, I'm just kind of going along. Uh, At one point they're making like welcome signs for this girl. And the wife is like, oh, I put like, welcome to Ohio. What do you want on your sign? And he goes, give me a blowy. What? And the camera crew is there. Like this true. Everyone is just standing there like, what did you just say? And he's just like, ha ha ha, jokes. <laughs> but he's Ew. not joking. This is disgusting. Yeah. And the girl comes over, like moves in with them pretty much immediately is like, this is like a weird situation and tries to move out. Like mm-hmm. they were trying to make her live in a trailer on the property. They had cameras everywhere. Like mm-hmm. we're limiting her movements. Eventually the guy started being like, if you don't like give me sexual favors, you like owe me money for your plane ticket and stuff. And she's she like on went. Na- he's on national television. And so none of this came out. He's on national TV as he's doing this. And it starts coming out because she like goes to their church and to some neighbors and was like, I need help. I need a place to go. Like he's locking me in the basement and saying, I owe him money. And <laughs> the guy as they're filming the show is being driven around by like the driver TLC or A&E hired for mm-hmm. him. And this driver loses it with him, goes on TikTok and is like, I have got to tell the world what he has been saying to me. He straight up told me he brought this 19 year old girl here just so he could use her for sex. He plans on doing it with girls from other countries. Like she just laid it all out and was like, I have been driving him around for months. I have even said to him, like, what you're doing sounds illegal. And he's just kind of like, well, no. But and she straight up blew it all open. (laughs) And at this point, only two episodes of the show had aired and A&E just took the entire show off of the internet, 
off of their website. They scrubbed oh. all existence of it. Like if you try to find clip, like it is so hard to find anything that shows you this show was ever made. Wow. I got screeners of it, which is the only way <laughs> oh, so you, I was able to. I'm obsessed season. with that. I saw the first four episodes. I'm probably one of like 10 people in the world who got to see the first four wow, episodes and special. fully like saw how out of control the producers allowed this guy to get because even as they're still like the, in the episodes they didn't release, the guy is doing stuff where you're like, why is he locking her in the trailer? Wait, no. why are the producers oh like no. stepping what? in on this? Like they start focusing on some of the other couples where like there's this one girl who wants to be adult adopted by her professor. It comes out the professor's wife, they got married because he cheated on his previous wife with a student. And then this new student, he's like, no, she's going to be our daughter. And then they start interviewing the, the girl and she's like, he's rich and I will do whatever I have to do to stay in this house and to stay in this household. <laughs> and, like Yikes. she's truly like swimming in his pool and like sitting on his lap and stuff. And like the wife is just like, oh, shit. Well, you <laughs> and know, her whole family is like, don't let this happen. It truly amazing television and then it gets ruined by a human trafficker there was this tiktok i saw that like went viral and this like oh my god this girl she was like 18 when her like mom and stepdad got married and then was like i knew this man was in my life for a reason because now he's my husband and so she like <laughs> She fell in love, quote unquote, with her stepdad. Her stepdad and mom got divorced and then mm. she married this man. I'm just going to say that is actually the way it goes on one of my favorite episode of Hoarders. Um, <laughs> that really? is a plot of I'm, I'm one of my favorite Hoarder one. episodes. Maybe it's uh, them. <laughs> maybe. It's the mom becomes a hoarder and then they reveal like the mom became a hoarder because her daughter married her stepdad. Yes, and, like, yes I have her. seen yeah. that. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. It's like one of the classic ones where you're like, oh wait a God. second. And then it's like the daughter married the stepdad. The stepdad eventually died. And like, she's trying to like get back in the mom's life by being like, let's unhoard your house and stuff. But you can just tell that his mother is not at any place to forgive. <laughs> like wow. the whole, which is also like very fair. Yeah. yeah, totally. yeah well, I was going to say A&E is not a stranger to pulling content because there was a show that we watched yeah. um, back in 2000 and like, 14, 15, that was called Neighbors with Benefits, which was about the swinging community. Um, oh my God, in I this, like, the show. It was like in this, they literally were in like a cul-de-sac and like all the houses like swung. Um, yeah, and so I remember would, this yeah, show. Yeah, so they, I think they had like three or four episodes air and the neighborhood, they didn't reveal their location, but the neighborhood was like, you can kind of figure things out pretty quickly and like, you know, if especially if you like these people are anonymous, like they're like walking around our our town, so you kind of can deduce where we are, where we live, and A and E pulled the show because I guess there was like backlash from like the community and all this stuff. Yeah, so there I could see that. Yeah. I feel like you could make that today, and people would be cool with it. I, I mean, agree. you have seeking brother husband. Like <laughs> seriously, the show was great. We watched it. It was me, Tom, and our mom. We watched it, and then we watched like the first four episodes, and then we were like, "Wait, where's the rest?" <laughs> yeah, we can find it. <laughs> well, speaking of episodes pulled, that is actually a nice little segue into Dance Moms because Dance Moms had a very similar. Um, controversy that we'll get to in a second but yeah we like to yeah. before we jump into the episode itself kind of talk about the history of the show um its trajectory 
and also what was kind of going on in the culture when the show was airing. So Ooh, yeah. we're, we are watching Dance Moms season one, episode one. Now this can be found for free on Tubi and Freebie on Amazon. If you're listening and you're like, I want to watch Dance Moms, never seen it, pause, go watch it, and then pop it's also back on in. YouTube. Oh, the, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is yes, also on yeah, YouTube. Yeah. Oh, great. Uh, yeah. Well, there you go. So <laughs> Dance Moms premiered in July July thirteenth, uh, two thousand and eleven. So that was what twenty. I mean, twelve years ago, which is kind of crazy that that's that was how yeah, long it feels ago like Dance it was, was so long. much longer. Yeah. Um, and it initially premiered with um, the moms were Melissa, Christy, Holly, Kelly, um, and Kathy, and their uh, daughters as well. Melissa's daughter is, of course, um, Maddie Ziegler, who has gone on to become uh, yeah. Sia's problematic muse. <laughs> <laughs> the only, like, I think, celebrity, like, true celebrity to come from dance moms. Right, sure. Yeah, Jojo um, C was like a celebrity because like she's a lesbian. Oh, right. and then, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was saying, Jojo C like yeah, she joins in season five. I forget five. her dance yeah. mom's connection. Like she's on her like she's she's yeah. only on for two seasons, and I think quickly moved on outside of that. The only person that I did miss in watching this is Jill um, and her daughter Kendall joined season two, and Jill's a really great yes. reality presence. Yeah. Um, Jill is. Great. I'm a I'm a candy apples girl. I love Kathy and Vivi. <laughs> She's an insane person. She's crazy. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> the the network. Okay, so then I thought this was insane when I was looking up like info about Tansom Moms for season three. The network called for a 39 episode season. That is God, an insane. Oh. Um, that is a God. We had a golden era of TV, and we didn't even know we it. did. I mean, <laughs> that's like thirty nine episodes. That's yeah. literally four seasons of Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's like Shonda Rhimes like network. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's yeah. more than Grey's Anatomy has yeah. ever gotten. Right. Like that is more than a season of Below Deck, which those seasons feel so long. Mm-hmm. Like like thirty nine oh, episodes just to watch. Why thirty nine? I don't know. Why not 35? Why? Or 40, Why I agree. It's a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, like, and I always forget this is a Lifetime show. Because Lifetime doesn't really have that many, mm-hmm. that much program, programming to me anymore outside of Married at First Sight, I guess, is Lifetime. Is Love After Lockup Lifetime yeah. or is that A&E? Um, no, no Love After Lockup is We TV, yeah. uh, which I, I still watch. I, I only know it's, it's so hard to watch because no one has We TV. Like, yeah. the only way to get it is through the All Black app which is like i guess the all black tv app Love which it. only has like we tv shows <laughs> and is weird <laughs> uh but the lifetime does have uh frog uh, i just watched it it's called like frogging stranger in my frogger stranger in my house and it's a reality show i mean it's more like in the hoarders vein of like people who have survived experiences where someone was living in their house without them knowing, like living in a crawl space oh, or like a in their room. That, that is because literally kicks C- his nightmare. Literally a CSI episode when I was a child, like scarred me for life. For two, one was one scarred me. Now I hate water because there's an episode where someone like hid at the bottom of a pool and drowned them. The other one was someone lived in the fucking ceiling and poked tiny little holes and was watching them. <laughs> Yeah, that's basically there's that's the yeah, this show looks at like the real stories that inspired that stuff. Like there is one where a guy like 
figured out a way to put like holes in all of the electrical oh things God. and he was like living in the walls and watching this family like there was another one where a family just like did not understand why things were moving around and the mom was like i was yelling at my kids constantly like what the fuck's wrong with you why are you leaving food out and then finally one day i come home and there was just like a man in our house that is oh my god that and gives me the chills that, yeah so <laughs> lifetime lifetime's giving us that that sure. was like my their most recent big hit for me okay great well so yeah. the episode um, that was pulled. So season two, they had an episode titled Topless Showgirls <laughs> of Dance Moms. Yeah. Of Dance Moms. Which is yes. about children. It's about anybody children. Anybody the topless, yeah. the topless yeah. showgirls was not the moms. confused and thought the moms were dancing. No. It's not no. the moms. No, 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 no. no, no. So, um, so they had they had the girls in this like nude illusion, essentially like disrobe <laughs> to this nude illusion at a dance show, um, a dance competition. And the mom, and um, yeah, I believe Miller quote, this is her quote on defending it. She said, everyone in the industry knows the girls are completely covered and everything's harmless. <laughs> it's like, okay, yeah, but you're like, you're alluding to them being but, naked. I mean, even in, even yeah. in this first episode, <laughs> yeah. we get a sense. teaser that like Nia's mom, Holly is like, I don't want them wearing bras. Yeah. And it's like, I totally yeah. agree. And smacking it's- their butt. It's weird. Yeah. And smacking their butts. And it's like Abby's always doing this. I think there's one call where they're like, they do showgirls and they do like the seven deadly sins. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't <laughs> know if these kids. Should... Yeah. Like lust. Like, and I'm just like, oh no. Yeah. No, it's like the, it's adjacent to the toddlers and TRs. And bit like, yeah. Are they all in sports bras and little shorts and dancing it for no, a room of like, it's so yeah. weird. And it's every so audience weird. pan, like anytime they go look at like who's watching, you're like, okay, yeah, they're clear the mom wearing like Abby Lee t shirts yeah. for the studio. Right. And then who are those guys? Yeah. Right. It's always, <laughs> there's always just like some yeah, random who are those men. And you're like, who are those guys in members only jackets standing in the back weirdly? Like, what? And the show just never addresses right. that part. Like, that's just the thing we don't talk about when Abby Lee is like, there should be sex appeal. Like, for who? Ooh, Abby, for who? Not... Well, so, so a couple more controversies with the show. So in season four, Kelly got arrested for assaulting <laughs> Abby. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. So the charges were dropped. I get it. The charges were dropped because they essentially were like it was kind of fake for the show. Um, but yeah. which is also hilarious that they like took that all the way through court to then just be like, we kind of like escalated just for the show. And it's like, well, you That's did hit really, her. Yeah. Um, well, and then, yeah. of, and then of course, as we all know, poor Abby Lee Miller was arrested herself and was in yes. prison for a year for um essentially not paying her taxes. Yeah, <laughs> just pay your taxes. Tax if you're listening and you run a dance studio, pay your taxes, or just <laughs> your taxes. Do anything, pay your fucking taxes. Yeah, it's yeah. just not worth yeah. it to not do that. So, yeah, I think too. What when I was looking th- uh, looking things up about the show, I saw that the year before the show aired, Abby owed like five hundred thousand dollars to the IRS, and like filed for bankruptcy, and then yeah. And then got this show, like truly, yeah, this show was like a money maker for her. And then somehow was she was just like, well, I'm not going to learn my lesson. Like, right. Does the studio ever get nicer or is it always that like uh, weird? I think they get little upgrades here and there, but I don't think it, they're like... little upgrades. 
I remember there's like a like a big deal plot around Abby wanting this like new mat system or something and they have to like raise money for it or like it's a like a whole thing about mats or new lockers. Mm-hmm. I don't remember. Yeah, I, I think I think the bones stay kind of as is though, kicks. And it's still there. Yeah. I mean it's still it's, it's still, still there, studio. yeah. Um but the show so then so last last little drama, I didn't know about this drama. I had stayed away from Abby for a bit, I guess, after she was arrested. That she I guess during um after George Floyd was murdered, she posted a like Black Lives Matter square <laughs> on Instagram. Oh. And all of the previous um uh black and um non-white uh cast members of the show came forward and talked about how racist she was yeah of course (laughs) that's what that's what triggered the show to get canceled yeah i mean when mia's daughter has that one dancing and abby is like i was thinking you could be like a 70s like (laughs) fake afro like Foxy Brown and like anytime the black girl had a solo thing it would be like and what if you like were a slave (laughs) I can't she's fucking crazy it was always just like and what if you were just like some black exploitation like suit like phenomena and it was never just can't she just like be a princess or something it always was like some weird race-based dance thing that Abby like thought of in her head yeah, she's yeah, she's she's a lunatic. And then after the show, obviously we know that Maddie has gone on to be actually famous. I did not know. I'm not like a full TikTok girly. I did not know her. I yeah, didn't know Mackenzie is like huge TikTok influencer. Has like like 40 million followers on TikTok. Yeah, she's somehow like a big deal. I mostly yeah. thought maybe because she's related to Maddie, but I guess like in her own right, people are like, well, it's, no, she she's... just kind of different stuff. Like it's like a different lane. I don't know. I I had no idea, and I looked up, and then I looked it all up, and yeah, she's she's well. Huge. Chloe is also kind of an influencer. Yes. She's dating yeah. this like other influencer, um, that went like viral on TikTok for getting like she got bit by a dog. And like, no, it's, it's not really funny. It's just like, yeah, 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 it's just like the scenario. The sentence is crazy. No, no, it's not right. Like, like and so, and she went viral for being bit by a dog. For being bit by a dog. 2011 us is like, what were the words you just said? Well, right. <laughs> I mean, 2023 me was just like, honestly asking. Yeah, the same like thing. okay. A long, it's a long story, but they are like she's also so she's lesbian. She's dating and... the person that got di- yeah. bit by a dog, and yeah. like she did some acting right mm-hmm. like i yes. feel like she was in something with superstore so i felt like she was like at least trying to do the legit acting thing yeah and then Paige, but... i guess Paige was on shark tank <laughs> for um her, it's for called Paige. flex screen i'm not sure what it is but uh yeah i saw that nia um is studying american literature at ucla go nia go nia and go nia brooke uh, is a fashion influencer <laughs> <laughs> so okay. screen is the world's first and only flexible window screen windows oh, like, like a thing to like make sure you can have your windows up and bugs don't get in got it aren't all those flexible? yeah i would say isn't that everything <laughs> what do you mean what does it like, mean isn't that like screen it like, it, like, it like screen bends. material oh like flexible? it closes it but like the the wire like instead of like a strip like a tight wire it's like i'm watching the video on our website it's like okay so it's like instead of like a tight slide in you can, you like, can like flex bend it, it in you can bend it and hmm. twist it well thank god she made that 
Why? But it's going to be in a window. Why do I need to bend it? Is the window bendy? What is the key? Yeah, I'm not. Okay. I'm still not really understanding. I'm not questioning honest. her business sense here. She Honestly, seems like she's got like, it together. Good for her. She made this really random thing that I bet people are buying. Yeah. <laughs> she was and then when you tank. add, uh, yeah, from Dance Moms, it's like, yeah, take my money. I see you with <laughs> the mechanics right. of Honestly, it's smart. <laughs> it's smart because... I feel like like middle America like loves dance moms and also our homeowners and would be like, Very wait, true, no. my favorite show could like also help my house. Like it's probably the market to be honest. Honestly. Yeah. I feel like if I was in like a suburb, I'm one of those people who would be like, I have my Rachel Ray cook line and my dance mom. <laughs> exactly. Window. No, like, I, it's... I would be totally buying into all of it. <laughs> like... Yeah. So you literally like, can you see that? Yeah. You pinch it. Yeah. You, bend... you pinch you... it. Okay. And twist. But I'm still not under, I'm okay. still not understanding why you need to do that. Because oh, I'm, yeah, looking I'm still at not mine. understanding why I'm you looking need at to mine pinch. and you, you can, my, like the ones that you have, I have for my windows, they just slide. So you, you can slide yeah. it and then like tighten it. Yeah, mine, it, like, it just slides. Like, it's just there. I can take it in and out. <laughs> like, I can move it up and down. But I've never what if your to... window is a different size? Like, Well, then... that's the yeah. thing about windows. They, like, I think a long time in the industry said, let's, like, really line up on our sizes here. <laughs> like, windows are, like. Right, that is the thing about windows. <laughs> it's, like, they're all, like, at least, like, four. Like, there's, like, what, four varieties of window <laughs> sizes. Fair, fair. Tops. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, uh, tops there's four kinds of windows maybe she's got four different <laughs> sizes who knows who knows yeah i i'm still i'm I've, still yeah. not understanding the purpose of it but you know what well i'll, I'll let Paige. i bet the purpose is there her. the need is not yeah yes, yes. <laughs> um well kicks yes. what was happening in july of 2011 in, in the culture what reality shows music all the stuff so um reality shows that were airing in 2011 survivor south pacific which is a legendary season um, with mm -hmm. Ozzy and Coach. Um, Emily Maynard was on The Bachelor with um, Brad Womack. So it was like her pre, it was honestly, it was like the Bachelor season I ever watched, but it was like pre her being The Bachelorette. Okay. Um, ANTM was on Cycle 11, which is McKay's winning season, which is Ooh. also star studded. Yeah. Isis is on there. Yeah, Ali, that's a, yeah. That's a great season. is on there. That's a good they, oh, they go to Amsterdam. That's a yeah, mm -hmm. it's a yeah. good time. And then Mob Wives premiered, which oh my is God, also Mob Wives, right? Yeah. right. Mob Wives, the number one song at the time this aired, which is July 13th, was Party Rock Anthem. Thank yeah. God, Party Rockers in the house. <laughs> uh, was that also when Teen Mom 2 came out that year, or was that that's probably later? I, in my because I, I was a junior and I remember Teen Mom two coming yeah back. and that was big for you're me. right that was yeah big for me 2011 teen mom was not teen mom is out of my my like encyclopedia oh. for reality oh teen TV. mom 16 and pregnant that was again big yeah. ones that brought me into reality tv and i but see like my thing was i liked 16 pregnant pregnant i liked teen mom one and then they brought in like new teen moms and I didn't like those people. So then when they did <laughs> teen mom two, it was like, oh, we're bringing back the OGs, mm -hmm. even though it was called teen mom two, but it was actually the OGs with like uh, Janelle yes. you know, and like yeah. the, yeah, like the star, right, <laughs> Chelsea, right. the people you cared about. So that's when I was like, oh, they brought my girls back. Like I'm back into it. So, <laughs> and then I've watched like teen mom two since then. Like I, <laughs> one of our, so I one of our good friends it. is a story yeah. producer on teen mom two. And she like is seeing raw footage of these ladies in their homes. 
<laughs> it must be difficult now. Like the current seasons are so weird because the kids are so used to being on camera <sighs> and like they are just accustomed to like they treat the producers like family. Yeah. Like you'll see the kids just like talk it like because that's what they've they've literally known them since they were in the womb. Right. Some of these crazy. kids. So it's so weird to watch because you see how the kids like think in terms of like, should how do I talk for TV? How do I say this? And there's so little drama now because they honestly got rid of everyone who was interesting. Farah did porn so that she couldn't be on sure. it. Janelle got in trouble for too many drugs and the whole thing with like how she had a bunch of guns or whatever. <laughs> so she got kicked <laughs> off the show. And now like, and then Chelsea who was like boring, but like the most interesting one who you could root for because she like really did turn it around. Like she made a life for herself, found an amazing husband. They had more kids. She threw her like shitty addicted ex out the window, like was able to move on, but still let him be like father when he could clean up and be there. And she was like the one you're like, I'm rooting for her. Like at first you thought, oh, she's like taking advantage of Randy, her dad. No, he was just really supportive, forced her to grow up, forced her to be real. And then she was just like, oh, wait, I'm too mature to be on this show. And her and her husband left. And now they have like an HGTV show (laughs) where they like remodel homes in Wyoming. And it's like, yeah, that's what you that's the success story for Teen Mom. Like, that's it. Yeah, right there. So there's just. There's no story anymore. Like half the time it's just them. I know. Being like, it's, that's like where we're yeah, at. With, so like, we have to like move. Right. That's like where we're at with like Vanderpump rules where like the kids, they're they're not working at the restaurant anymore. They're not like the, the original conceit of the show falls kind of by the wayside. So you're kind of like, well, where are we now? But I keep watching. Yeah. And Teen Mom, you just, you, it's almost like its own like Housewives franchise in a way where it's right. like, that's just, yeah. that's they've, the name of yeah. it. But like, you know, it's not about that anymore. But yeah, yeah, like they've brought in so many other characters. You like start getting, like they did a season that was like Teen Mom Generations where they sent all the Teen Moms with their moms to like a summer camp. Wow. <laughs> to be like, oh, like, I do like a rope game together and learn like learn from each other and it was so weird but I still said yeah, I watched you, it. It sounds like you watched like, it. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, like Teen Mom and Catfish. They're the MTV oh, shows I still do, I do, even though I'm just like these aren't good no. anymore. Like this is pointless. Yeah. I especially since Catfish realized like oh we can do the whole show just over Zoom. Right. Yeah. Okay. Let's just keep doing that then. <laughs> oh my goodness. I love Catfish. Well, you need to cover Catfish at some point, Kicks, because yeah. I do think that's a great show. Um, yeah, I mean, at its height, amazing. Right, but well, now... Pe- well, now people know that they're on Catfish, but when they right. didn't before, it was insane. Yeah. Like, the people... It was so good. I will never forget, there's one where this woman finds out that, like, the guy that she's been dating is her um, next-door neighbor and first cousin, <laughs> who's so a woman. So creepy. Like, who's just, like, woman? Yeah. playing uh, this old man to, like get money from her it's just crazy but we don't have time for that but (laughs) what we do have time for is season one episode one of uh dance mom so this starts off with a bang the top of the first episode of dance moms literally starts with a pyramid i was like wow we are just cutting to it yeah well i mean that's the pyramid is such a big part of the show yeah so i feel like they had to lay that groundwork early like it's so fucked up it is there, so it, fucked like up. the whole time I was watching, I was like, <laughs> "These are children. These are fucking children. These are they're like thirteen. The oldest is thirteen. Yeah, yeah. But I, I am obsessed with the she yeah. lines the walls of the dance studio with like encouraging quotes. Um, yeah. qu- in quote, well, <laughs> well, encouraging like, quote unquote 
not so yeah. encouraging. The one that is very present that I wrote down was winning isn't everything. It is the only thing. The only thing. <laughs> the, yeah. And it's just like, did you need to put that up? Because you were yelling it at them yeah, all the time. You scream like... it constantly. And I also loved that we get like um one of so I am obsessed with Mackenzie because Mackenzie Ziegler on the show mm-hmm. because she's so she's like fully three years old and she's a child <laughs> like maybe not three but like she's a baby and she doesn't give a fuck about dancing and she's always, <laughs> in, the, she's always in the corner just like yeah I'm so bored it's yes. like Brooke too I feel so bad for Brooke yeah, like her mom so is like bad. must dance and she's just like sitting in the confessional like her face is like, I don't want to be here. I yeah. want to do anything else but sit next to you. No, she yeah, yeah. she hates her mom, Kelly. But I, we get a quote from Mackenzie where she says, sometimes when Abby yells, I laugh because her face turns red. <laughs> <laughs> Which is really the best way to approach Abby. Like to. that is the best way to look at this at her in the situation. Right. So. Abby sets up the pyramid. Of course, Maddie is on top where she pretty much always is on top of the pyramid, like, which it always kind of sucks. And like, I want to know, I want like someone on Reddit to show me just like some quick stats on like where people have lived sure. the most on the pyramid. Yeah. Because like, unfortunately, <laughs> that has to exist somewhere that there is definitely someone out there who has like a detailed, detailed, like statistic breakdown. Yes. Ashley, and- is it you? Yeah, did you? you agree? Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> she like turns her camera like, and there's like a pyramid. I'm not ready to present my research. <laughs> I just have like a giant board. Right. You know, I feel like Nia is always on the bottom and Maddie's yeah, always Nia on the top. Yeah, Nia was always on the bottom. Yeah. One of yeah. the things I wrote down was, I feel so bad for Nia. Constantly. Yeah. She's so mean to her. And she's just like, I think she just wants to like have a good time and she's yeah, doing yeah. her best and she's so fucking nasty to her yo when they go to her house and she's like i have this crown that i got from like she's like i got this crown from like party city because one day i'll win something <laughs> I was like, this and her mom's like is, yeah baby one day you will right it's just like really just can we get her something else with the please well they i the family must have money because how do you afford sixteen thousand dollars a year for a dance school where she doesn't want to really be a professional dancer she just wants to have fun right like like this is a very much like fun pastime you could go to the ymca and just have fun yeah because i really don't think she's there for like the ultimate goal of like being on Broadway or like being like, I like, I think if the opportunity presented itself, she'd be down, but she's so sweet and just wants to like move her body. And Abby is so fucking mean to her. Nasty. It's not. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we get the pyramid Maddie's on top and they present the kind of the general conceit of the show, which is that the girls have a comp this weekend and we're going to choreograph and they're like, usually people rehearse forever and we're going to rehearse for a couple days and then go win this, win this competition. And like, it's really a gene. It feels like the beginning of like a scripted show, the way it it like Mm -hmm. plays out to me. Like it's so well oiled for a pilot of a reality show. Like the whole thing. It's so, the characters are all so smart. Like the story, the first episode has this crazy story arc. Like it's like a, it's a, it's a pretty genius first episode of reality TV. What are you guys thinking? Yeah. I oh, went, yeah. It was a roller coaster because I, this was the first time I ever watched it. Literally have never seen it before in my life. I know like the players and the memes and all that stuff, but 
no, I've never seen it before. And just so I was genuinely shocked when this minister came in. I was genuinely <laughs> shocked at these women going to the like the bar at the dance competition. Yes. Um. Yeah. I was surprised that they got second. Or no, they got third. Third, yeah. Yeah, third. It's, yeah. It's like, traumatic. The stakes are laid in this pilot. Yes. Like, you understand immediately, like, how how we're struggling. What is up? Like, this is not the dance team, like, at their peak. Like, we get there eventually. But, like, you come in and you're like, oh, I see the struggle. I see the show now. Yeah. It's totally. You get yeah. the, the... <laughs> I'm jumping ahead here something that made me laugh like out loud was on their first dance when at the competition abby's mic is still on and you can hear her from the side of the yes. stage being like okay late job? late no. late kick, kick. <laughs> ugly oh horrible it's, <laughs> it's just like yeah it's a genius show like you're saying it's so smooth for being a pilot it's really nuts well, something I wrote down often is that most of these people feel like Christopher Guest characters. Like, it feels like uh, yeah, a absolutely. genius idea of a, like, mockumentary Christopher Guest could do. Like, Kelly and, um, what's her name? Kathy? Ka- Kathy Star. is a character that Jennifer Coolidge would play in a Christopher Guest <laughs> film. Like, and Kelly is a, a Catherine O'Hara track. Like, to me, like, all of that would make so much sense. And that should be the next like iteration of like best in show or something. Um, I would watch. It sounds amazing. Oh, I totally yeah. would watch. Um, as we're like rehearsing for the show, we get like backgrounds on all the girls. So we get background on the Ziegler's and mom, Melissa says that she, that's her name, right? Melissa, I think um, she yeah, says that, I think so. she, that essentially that she got divorced because of dance, like her <laughs> obsession with the kids dance life kind of like put a hole in their relationship. And then that's, he, she says that my ex claims that that would be a big reason why like they broke up. And then she has this quote that I found to be deeply disturbing. She says, Abby is going to make my daughter the best she can be. And I wanted to be, and she's sitting there next to her two children who are both in dance. I'm like, you literally (laughs) have Mackenzie. You just don't believe in her. But you have Maddie, who's the star. And so you're like, I was like, girl, you have two children like who are both like in the dance room at the same time. And you're so obsessed with this one. I mean, granted, she does become a star. So I guess it is worth it. And in, in the Eventually, end, yeah, yeah, it happens for her. Right. What what um like wh- which of the girls, which of the moms and then which of like the dance girls are both of you like drawn to from a TV perspective? Who has it? I mean, uh, uh, Yeah. Maggie has it like there's a reason she became the star and you as much as you know like oh she's being favored and she's gonna be top of the pyramid again and again you're like she does deserve it like Mm -hmm. she does like there is a little bit of me that enjoyed the like popular mean girl aspect of like she's got the talent like if you want to take her down get there too but (laughs) yeah when she was remember when she was like about to throw up and then she literally like it was it was yeah. shocked. She gets sick and she, then opens the door and like does a full layout, like split, like, like, <laughs> like just jumps into the choreo. Like, boom. I'm sorry, y'all. Sometimes you, she has it. Like that's, that's professional. She has it. It's dark, but she's got, she's got it. Like you're saying. <laughs> yeah. It's like, and you see it and you're just like, and all you want is for someone other than Lee to guide her. Right. <laughs> like, like there is a reason. And again, I always love Nia. I just, yeah. 
but I think that one it's like you you're drawn to her story because it's sad not because you're like oh yay but you do want to like see her eventually prove Abby wrong and like you kind of do but it's still always like on Abby's terms and it sucks yeah no I I I think mom wise Kelly is I am so drawn to her she just has star (laughs) she is really star quality for some reason I thought that Kelly was Maddie's mom just from like a like an external perspective because it's always Maddie and Kelly like in Abby like the three like stars of the show sure. like in my mind like meme culture and stuff like that but I think she's really really fabulous and yeah I mean Maddie has it I like Chloe as kind of like the like the tiff between sure. the two uh-huh. I think is like yeah. fun so Chloe for me doesn't have it Chloe doesn't have the little it factor for me. And <laughs> I I want to tell, I like, part of me is like, she's, you know, those people like, cause I went to, I went to acting school and there are some people that work so hard and are always like just short of things. And then there are some people that literally don't work and then just get everything. And you're like, and that's just like the like industry, I think in general life can like pan out that way that some people just like have the thing where they just walk in and they're like, yeah, you, you got it. And then like, there are people who will yeah. just spend all day dancing and never get cast. And she like reminds me of like that kind of person who works her ass off, but just like gets dealt the short end of the stick. So I, I do, I'm happy to hear she's successful now, but yeah, I always feel yeah. like she in like it, in her own way. Yes. She made her own yeah. way. She's like always working so hard and she's always standing behind Maddie and it's like, Oh fuck, yeah. that sucks. You know? Yeah. But for me, it's like, you know, if there's a number one, there's always got to be a number two. Well, like, sure. Beyonce had Kelly. Sorry, girl, but that's your role. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, she is the Kelly. Yeah, it's just like, she's so, she Who's is the like, Michelle? she has that energy. Nina. Nina is the Nina. Michelle. Yeah. Nina is the Michelle. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, I mean, I mean, I don't even think actually Nia has fallen down on stage as many times as Michelle Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> So. <laughs> you're absolutely right <laughs> let's give me a, some credit okay? yes. <laughs> we had six, 16 storylines in this episode that just went so smoothly together because we also were introduced in episode one to um vivi and what's her name um the oh, mom. kathy candy apples kathy kathy, kathy candy, apple, candy, candy apples, apples. Yeah. I swear to God, I call her Candy Apple like the whole yeah. show. I'm just like, oh, Candy it's, Apple, Vi- it's Vivi, not Vivi. It's spelled V-I-V-I in my notes, but it's, yeah, it's oh. Vivi. I, I think it it's Vivi. Maybe it's Vivi. I think I always just thought it was Vivi. It's Vivian. Like, it's like hyphenated because in her, she like, she calls her Chiron, Vivi like or Vivi. Vivi. I don't know. I think it's, yeah. yeah. Well, talk about, well, <laughs> do we want to talk about Vivi, Vivi? <laughs> Because I mean, I, I love that she throws all the other moms into chaos. Like, it kills me how that when you first meet Vivi and Kathy, they're sitting there and Vivi is just like mimicking her mom. <laughs> Did you guys catch that? She's like sitting yes. there like her mom's talking and she's like making her face. She's like, nah, 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 nah. I'm like, this, this is a wild child. <laughs> and, and Kathy is like, I don't know if I can say this on camera, but both. Botox. I got of it. <laughs> yeah. I don't want people to think I'm her grandmother. But the yeah. ironic part of the Botox to me is she covers her entire face and her bangs. I'm like, you're not showing off the like Botox. Like she covers <laughs> her whole forehead and her like yeah, long haircut. Like, I'm like, show the world what you got if you're getting all so, that. Yeah, injections. like if you're doing it, be proud. Let's like maybe the whole look would like 
smooth it all out a bit like you know the the bang is so yeah like, sharp blunt mom cut I, it's yeah. very it's a very like a karen kind of like hair like classic like karen haircut of like right. the spiky and the blonde streaks and the uh snappy attitude it's yeah. like <laughs> well and she you know <laughs> she wants vivi to be a star so bad but i don't think that girl cares about no. dancing <laughs> she's like she's like kick again kick again stretch kick yeah and then like when they're they're like asking her to do tricks and she's and she's like no we don't do that we don't we don't do handstands we don't do that yeah we don't do that yeah <laughs> which is i was like another story i was like tell me the background on this yeah why, why? why doesn't Vivi do handstands happen yeah yeah did, yeah, did something, something happen happened. during a handstand probably right yeah yeah. Oh, absolutely. They're very hard to do. I mean, I tried to do, I mean, I was like 29 when I was like, oh, and yoga, I'm going to try to learn to do a handstand. Uh-huh. No, <laughs> I fell a lot. It's, I fell a lot. I think it's something that you kind of, there are people in life that can do those things and there are people that just can't. I don't think there's a that gray area. Like I, I feel yeah, it's like, like I can't do a cartwheel. Like I can't get my body above my, like I can't, I there's something about getting my legs above my like head that freaked me out. Like I just like, yeah, I fall. Like I literally just like, I go into it and then I just like, <laughs> like I just can't do it. Kix, can you do a cartwheel? A cartwheel? Yes. Yeah. Not a handstand though. I haven't seen you do a cartwheel in a minute. I'd like to see it. All right. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I could like, if you ask me, can I do a cartwheel? Uh, yeah, I did one when I was 12. Yeah. So I can't. Yes, I know. But could I, could I do it right now? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I definitely could. Right. Cause like, why would I be in my apartment being like, let's do a cartwheel? Like, I mean, no, I have really low ceilings. Park. I have really low ceilings. Yeah. Don't, don't kick you. Don't kick your ceiling. Um, another quote that I had written down that made me laugh was Abby says, I'd rather, I'd rather be the one that makes her child cry than having her cry in front of 800 people. I was like, that is a savage I... point of view. Savage. <laughs> savage, but like kind of good point. Yeah. Like... I, know, I know what you mean. It's just crazy it's for like, her to be her? like, I, me, I will make you cry. Like it's, she wears that as like a badge of honor, you know? I, yeah. I feel like, didn't we all have that like theater teacher, yes. that like person who pushed you for no reason? Mm-hmm. It's like, this is a 10th grade spring musical, sir. And you're trying to make us like cry because we can't get our grapevines right. Like <laughs> calm down. Yes. So there's something about that passion that you're like, okay. You. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. person is trying to make me be the best. They're really trying to push me. I don't know. She's no, I know. so fucking mean to them. She literally, I think it was Chloe. She was like, you're so bow, bow legged. Yes, she says, she says, fix your bow legged knees. <laughs> Yeah, okay, that, yeah, that's just cruel, because that's And then she's crying. (laughs) So savage. So, okay, in the middle of the episode, we get introduced randomly. Like, it looked, it seemed like the cameras were almost, like, down for the day, and then this woman, like, barged into the dance studio, screaming um, at Abby, because her, so, her name's Dawn, she's a minister, and her daughter wore socks to um socks and a tank top socks and a tank yeah, top a tank to tra- top. Uh, not what, what was it called trick da- uh, not trick it was like um acrobat ac- acrobat class or something like that and she was like everyone knows that you don't wear socks and a tank top to acrobat class and so she kicked her out and everyone knows that duh, duh. duh. i mean I, duh. she was like you call my daughter knows. stupid and abby was like no i didn't call her stupid she just can't read so minister dawn comes in and flips the fuck out and she is flips out 
Ming. Well, I loved, well, I, kicks, I love when she, Abby said, she does, she's not stupid, she just can't read. The apple doesn't fall from the tree on that. Yeah. <laughs> to the, like, mo- yeah. the minister. God, Abby is so good with her burns. She Abby is. really knows how to, she should have had a like, roast special at some point. Come on. She calls the police and then the police are like, does she have any weapons? She says, she does not have any weapons, just her mouth. <laughs> yeah. It's like, what, how does this, like, I mean, you have to, that does that. It's like, Abby loves to get police involved she over does. the little things. She is like quick to dial 911. Like, I don't know why she thinks they will help her. But well, did you catch that the police were like, well, yeah, this is a dance company? Well, yeah, the police were like, she must pay out the police or something because she they must be like in her yeah. pocket because they were like this is Abby Lee Miller's dance company and if you you can see yourself out like they were literally like gays showing up defending their queen Abby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think she must have like an uncle, someone who's a, yeah. a cop who like she gives it those vibes. Reeks of that. Yes, totally yeah. reeks of that. Um, but I was just shocked that she was a minister, Minister Dawn. That's what I was just like about that. to say. Yeah, a minister. And Abby's like, you're a minister. And she's like, well, you want to bring God into it? God wouldn't <laughs> let lies happen. And it's like, okay, whoa. Yeah. Like, okay. I, yeah. <laughs> Bananas. If, uh, this scene, once again, this whole episode's on YouTube, but also you could probably find this scene. It's pretty crazy. And there's a lot of screaming. And it's wild that this all happened in like the first um, episode of the show. But after well, that, the I girls. Thought it was, oh, I thought ahead. it was a, like a woman that we've already met because they no. have like very similar hair. Well, yeah, they all. And then like the I same. was so confused. I was like, I thought maybe her last name was Minister, and like it took me <laughs> a second did? to realize what was going on. And then I was like, Oh my god, she's a minister, Minister like- Dawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It wasn't. It, her name was Minister Dawn. You thought it, Minister was minister, not, yeah. was her first. I name? I don't know. It was just like it was hard to get because she came so guns blazing. Like I was like confused why they kept being like she's a minister, and then it. I, it was just really shocking to me that this woman. No, I mean is minister. ministers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so the so after that, the, we essentially get to Phoenix, um, which I feel like that's like a far ass trip for like a pilot episode far. from Pittsburgh to to Phoenix. It's like a five. I mean, hour they flight. get those girls on the road. Yeah, yeah, those girls are like they travel. Yeah, they better be in in the Delta Sky Lounge. They better get their points. Oh in. yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. They're on the road constantly, and so they're there and. Essentially, Abby's like picking a fight with Kelly about um, what's her face's nails being wrong or something like that. And so they just, the ladies decide to just take to the bar and like mainline <laughs> Sa- Savvy B and Malbec. And they're just like go- gossiping. I'm like, to be at that bar, like I would love to be there and saddle up next to I don't to- even want to know should. what time of day it was as well. Oh, um, you know it was like 11. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. There's no way it was definitely before yet. two p.m. There's yeah, no way. Yeah, yeah, the competition hadn't even started yet. Yeah, and like there were so many performances that had to get done. Like I'm sure it was like eleven a.m. Um, but did y'all think that Kelly might have been a little drunk, and that's why she yeah. burned her daughter's arm off? <laughs> yeah, that burn was huge. Yeah. yeah. I also she was like when. The, the trio was dancing and Chloe's um, headband was falling down. Kelly was just <laughs> l- cackling. <laughs> oh, yeah. She was absolutely drunk. I was absolutely like, she's having the time of her life. Like, she is not with us right now. Not with us. I mean, no, that no, burn no. was crazy. So for those, if you didn't watch it, what happens is she's like 
she's saying she's going to like put the curling iron away and she essentially just like hears her daughter say something and like turns quickly and like slams the curling iron into her daughter's arm and the blister is like popping up like immediately like this is a burn burn yeah. like a scar burn yeah and it's right like for the needs show. attention burn yeah. she just like maybe she fell into it maybe i fell into her right and, i don't know it's it like, was weird <laughs> wait so before they dance um abby tells this bizarre metaphor like story about the rockettes that i still can't quite wrap my brain around i don't get it yeah she's yeah. like Imagine you were a rock, you were at Radio City and you stepped out and the ice skating rink was still there and you fell 13 stories down. That's what it's going to be like today. And I was like, wait, what? Did you? I but then it was about like, bobby pins. that happen? Like, what? It was, yeah. I think they, she was commenting on like their hat falling off and then someone like slipping on it. Maybe because then she was like, you can just pick up a bobby pin. There's probably 10 on the ground. <laughs> The 13 you know stories, what? the 13 stories down was so, that, that is, that's, that's like very tall. Yeah, like that's, that's very a, high. That's a far fall. We're at Radio She's City. She's essentially saying you will die. But where at Radio City does that happen? I don't know. The logistics of that was not, was not making sense in my brain. Um, but then we have party, party, party as one of the, um, one of our dances and the girls are kind of not giving it their all and they do end up getting third, sadly, which was a twist. Um, but yeah. the, the do the the because yeah, you think they're gonna have the reality show in where it's like oh they're, we're watching them they're right. gonna be number one so it's real right it's a good time yeah like literally a pump to your point can't get it out of my head it's seamless pilot right I know though no, it tees up for a great like <laughs> building of conflict because then the trios go and then the headband is in her face and then that flips off a whole other side of Abby being mad and then the girls in the she's dancing blindfolded. Yeah, she is. But that's the thing. It's like, <laughs> Chloe, girl, you need a little more like, like Maddie would have taken that headband and put it on her head immediately or like made it work or thrown the headband off stage yeah. or like made it like a part of her dance. But Chloe is like too, like type A to like want to just get the choreo done that she doesn't have that like, that little, you know. But she factor. nails the choreo blindfolded. So she, yeah, she that's does, hard she, work. I, I know, but that speaks to her brain. That's like she, hard her, work. Yeah, but her brain can't think like, I need to put this on my head. Like, I need to nail the choreo. <laughs> yeah. You know, she's very, that drive, that's the focus. It's a focus. Right, I right. did appreciate that Abby was not pissed at Chloe, but pissed at her mom. Yeah. Yes. No. Well, so the episode kind of ends on this um this cliffhanger with Abby saying to Christy that she doesn't pay her bills. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like once again like uh, like you like you said Abby, you're projecting. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Exactly. <laughs> but but like you said, Abby, actually, she, uh, who's not paying what? Abby. <laughs> right. But like you said, she really has a way with words, and like she just shuts her down. She's like. Well, you, you're pretty late on your your payments to the, the Abby Lee Dance Center, so maybe get on top of that before you come for me again. <laughs> so there you go. Something that I yeah. remember about the show, and I don't know if either of y'all remember this, is that I guess they, a lot of times, so that Party 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 song was like a royalty-free music song that they did. You could tell that mm -hmm. it was choreographed to yeah. that. But I've heard in other instances they choreograph like a song to like I don't know like um, I don't know like a Beyonce song, Single Ladies, right? And then they have to they had Lifetime and Post go in and create music to match 
the choreo. Like, so, like, they would yeah. give a music... Uh, yeah, they didn't want to pay yeah. the, right. the rights. So yeah. they would give, like, a music producer or, like, whoever people who write music for TV and film, and they would have them record a song that matches what the girls are doing. Jesus so like, Christ. I don't know if y'all noticed it, but the, the trio song, I think was a Gaga song because they kept saying like the fame will get you the monster and the fame. Like it was like all about like, yeah, it, I was like, is this poker face that they just like, couldn't like show. Yeah, And they couldn't get it. And you like get to hear their fun, like little version. Like the, of- it's, like the drag like race bopish kind of yeah, yeah like kids bop yeah. yeah yeah so that that's like always a fun thing that i had forgotten about that like watching back it's like fun to think like what do you think the song like initially is that they're dancing yeah. to um and i think it got even more complicated with like it streaming on certain things mm-hmm. because i know like hulu will swap out old songs and stuff yeah if they're just like this is too expensive we don't want to deal with it so like i think now it's almost impossible to watch something and like know what the actual song was <laughs> yeah that's so in- that that is interesting that they would through networks like get more edits because of royalties yeah like daria if you watch daria on any streaming platform today uh-huh. it's not the original music that was happening hmm. back then because they were mtv and they could easily be like hey, Hole, can we use your song in an episode of Daria? And nowadays it's like, no, you can't do that, Hulu. Oh, wow, that's so interesting. I had no idea. Oh, Daria is so good. I've not watched Daria. Daria is so good. So good. Well, Ashley, any final thoughts? Illegally stream it. Yeah, there you do it. (laughs) Ashley, any final thoughts on the girls, on the the Dance Moms, the daughters? Are you going to now watch Dance Moms again from the beginning? Oh, I, oh yeah. When I watched this episode for this, I got caught in a loop again. Like I looked up and I was at episode four and I was just like, I <laughs> might need to keep doing this. Like I love dance moms. I actually once a friend and I, we like traveled, we were in Portland for vacation. We stayed in this Airbnb and one night we were just like, do you just want to stay in and watch dance moms <laughs> like on our laptop all night and get drunk? And we were so loud, just like laughing and enjoying the show that the host was messaging us like, are you having a party? You're being too loud. And it's like, no, baby, this is just dance no, moms. No, that's Abby like, Lee that's, you're hearing. Oh, that's Abby Lee you're hearing and us enjoying the pyramid and trying to watch these kids figure <laughs> out like a four step. It's the best. Well, the genius part of the show is that you watch up the performance and then you're like, well, I got to watch the next episode because I got to see where the pyramid lines up based on how this episode ended. Exactly. Right. And that's how they keep pulling you in. And I really like, I didn't finish the last few seasons. I definitely like fell off at some point. Well, it ended in I 2019. Kinda, yeah. Which yeah, is crazy. I stopped, yeah. I like, I think I stopped watching probably like 2015, yeah. maybe, like 16, mm-hmm. 17. And I was like, maybe I need to do those last few seasons like maybe i need to see the story through so i guess the final season they like they got rid of everyone and it's like a whole new group of girls so it's like on wikipedia i kind of remember this drama yeah so it's like a whole new group of eight girls with their moms um but abby was still in the mix but then the girl the og girls made this dance group called the irreplaceables which is such a funny (laughs) dig at abby (laughs) um and they (laughs) it's also kind of like move on agreed but they like took the show on the road and were like touring around the world with the irreplaceables doing interpretive dance (laughs) wow this is like very like chippendales drama 
drama. Like it feels uh, like it, yeah. <laughs> but then the show got canceled. So there's like a lot of uh, drama behind like Chippendales and someone mm-hmm. like touring as the fake Chippendales. I don't want to make it sound like I'm comparing this dance children show <laughs> to the Chippendales. Yeah, we've the talked about only, child trafficking. The only similarity is Chippendales as young Yeah, so, sorry, just to be clear, the only similarity <laughs> is the uh, brand theft. Is yes, the, yes, is it, yes, to be yes. clear. <laughs> no, you're right. You're right. Um, well, <laughs> Ashley, thank you so much for being here today. This is so fun. This was so fun. I, I'm just happy to introduce more of the world to the joy that is dance moms. I feel lucky just from a very special time of reality TV. Like it is like, I think all those other shows at that time should tell you really where we were. Yeah. Oh, Cause yeah. That, this but, is really yeah. the cusp of before like social media. So the girls hadn't become known like the power of social media. So they were still blind and like doing just acting a fool on TV and the moms too. (laughs) Yeah. And the moms and like still had like private, you know, Instagram accounts. It was back before it would have been expected that you like would have a, you know, Maggie at Maddie at, you know, dance moms, whatever, like handle. And it was really special for that. It really was. I would, watch. I would like a photo of myself at, like if ever I find myself in the Pittsburgh Metroplex I would love maybe a photo of myself in front yes. of Abby Lee Dance absolutely company. I would absolutely do that yeah. absolutely yeah. <laughs> I'll, meet, I'll meet you there I, yeah. I'll meet you there Ashley like I, yeah let's in fact if you want to plan a road trip together we could actually just make this happen let's, like, let's I, do that and then we'll get we'll... I would just I would want a tour I would really absolutely take pictures <laughs> Um, well, Ashley, let, tell everyone where they can follow you, listen to the podcast, all those fun stuff. Yeah, follow me at the Ashley Ray on all the platforms. That's it. That the Ashley Ray uh, Twitter, Instagram. You know, I share all my TV opinions, everything I'm watching. Uh, Unstable on Netflix right now, weirdly good. Oh, that's um, the Rob Lowe show, right? The, yeah, Rob Lowe and his son, mm-hmm. and it is really good. It reminds me of like peak 2015 sitcom TV. Like it mm-hmm. was created. Uh, one of the co-creators did Santa Clarita Diet and Better Off Ted. Mm-hmm. So it just has that like sharp ABC sitcom feel with a Netflix budget. You're gonna like it. Cool. And okay. uh, if you like opinions like this, listen to my podcast. <laughs> TV I say uh, wherever you listen to podcasts. Yes, do it. Um, and say bye to the listeners. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much. That's another app in the books. Make sure to follow me at Tom Hamlet on Instagram. And you can follow Kix. At Kix Hamlet, that's spelled C-I-X. And make sure to follow the pod on IG at Dumpster Dive Pod. And on TikTok at Two Dumpster Divas. Rate, review, and subscribe to us and all the pods you love on your favorite app of choice. And we will see y'all soon. Bye. Bye.